0: Hey there everyone, I'm Angelique Voices and this is The Polyglottal Stop, a podcast on language, learning, and sociolinguistics from a polyglot's point of view. I'm supported by my patrons via patreon.com forward slash angeliquevoices and by all of you who listen, share, and interact on Twitter and Instagram at polyglottalpod. Thank you. This episode is an interview with Nael. He's one of my language exchange partners and we'll be chatting about his language learning journey. Just a reminder, Patrons get to watch and listen to the full interview, including Nawel teaching us a cool Spanish idiom. Okay, let's get into it. All right, everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Polyglottal Stop. It is another interview day, and I have with me Nawel. Welcome, Nawel.
1: Thanks for calling me.
0: Yes, thank you for being here. We're so glad to have you. Um, for our listeners, could you please uh, tell us about yourself and start with your intro in your home language and then
1: in English, please? Okay. Bueno, mi nombre es Nahuel. Soy de Argentina, del sur de Argentina, de la provincia de Neuquén. Eh, el nombre de mi ciudad es Zapala. Tenemos una población de unos 40 mil habitantes. Eh, estamos en un lugar muy lindo rodeado de montañas eh, con un clima bastante fresco todo el año y bueno, acá hay muchas cosas para hacer al aire libre deportes sobre todo salir a correr eh, hacer múltiples ejercicios andar en bicicleta eh, y tenés realmente lugares muy hermosos eh, cercanos Aquí, uh, los cuales puedes conocer en, estoy viajando quizás en media hora 40 40 minutos. Puedes conocer iguales milímetros. Okay, um, gracias. Y en in inglés, Okay. Well, my name is Nahuel. I'm 35 years old. I'm from Argentina, from the south of Argentina. Uh, I'm from the Neuquén province. And the name of my city is Zapala. We have a population of maybe 40,000 people. We live in a really beautiful place surrounded by mountains. And also, if you like, you can do a lot of activities outside, maybe go running or play football or any sport that you like. And also, you have a, a lot of Beautiful, a beautiful places to to know if you like to travel. Maybe in in a couple of minutes you can go to another place, and visit maybe uh, museums or forests. Uh, you have a lot of, of of things to do in this place.
0: Very nice. Thank you so much. Uh, so, just for anyone who's not sure yes. what is your first language
1: okay my first language is uh, spanish which is uh, and that was uh, what
0: you were speaking at the beginning right you started your intro in spanish and then you switched to english yes very good and so what language or languages are you studying at the moment
1: well at the moment i'm studying english uh also I've been studying English for maybe seven years. Now mm-hmm. I'm trying to to take my advanced uh, test. Um, maybe th- this year or, or next year, I'm preparing mm-hmm. that. Um, it's a really difficult language for me, but I'm doing my best. So mm-hmm. uh, I'm trying. I'm trying to learn.
0: And you're doing really well. I mean, so far, uh, I would say that you sound great. For for anyone who doesn't know, uh, well, no one would know. Uh, I met Noel on Tandem, and Tandem is a language exchange uh, app for people who want to practice speaking the languages they are studying with native speakers of those languages so of course i'm not promoting tandem (laughs) i don't have any uh affiliation with them but that is how we met and we met in i think 2019 i went back uh scrolled back in our messages to the very very first one on whatsapp Uh, and of course we spoke on tandem before we switched over to whatsapp and i realized wow we have been talking uh, since 2019, so that's um very cool, and I have enjoyed sort of speaking with Nawel. Sometimes I practice my Spanish, um, but most of the time we're we're speaking English, I think, uh, which is okay with me. Um So, Nawel, do you still use Tandem?
1: No, I'm not using Tandem. No,
0: not no. at the moment.
1: No, no. Because at the I don't, I okay. I don't have enough time and. Um, mm. Um, and it wasn't really interesting uh, at the last time for me. Mm. I uh, I couldn't meet uh, people to talk, so yeah, that's it's... why I'm not using that.
0: Right, I understand. Sometimes I use it and I have really great conversations, yes. and then and then it feels like there's a wave of not like no communication and you don't really understand the other i don't know it's weird it goes in waves i think so the thing about tandem is that it allows you to speak to people in other countries but of course another way to do that is to go to other countries so yes. now well have you ever traveled to a country with a different uh, official language oh
1: yes uh, a few years ago i think that in 2017 i went to europe I went to England, so Mm. it was all a challenge for me. Uh, Yeah, I went to to London thinking what I'm going to say Mm. when I get off the plane. Um, Mm -hmm. I was really concerned about that situation, but uh, I found that if I kept it simple. Uh, I could have uh, a good communication. So, for example, to ask to somebody about any address and direction, uh, I Mm -hmm. could do it without problems. The the only problem was that the English accent uh, is really closed. And it was difficult for me to understand but i could do it really well, really well i think or at least they unders- understood me so
0: that's the most important thing if they understood yeah. you you did well
1: yes so I, I as i said i found that if you keep it simple and you don't think too much about the words or uh, sophisticated words what i'm going to say mm-hmm. how are i going to sound You can communicate well. Uh, I went to London. Then uh, I took a train to Manchester. Mm -hmm. Uh, Before, uh, sorry, after Manchester, I went to the Netherlands, and I had the same situation. And I I knew people from other countries, uh, from New Zealand, Australia, uh, also Brazil. Uh, we could communicate really well. It was a,
0: a, a surprise for me. Oh, so you were in the Netherlands with yes. people from other yes. countries? Yes, exactly. Okay, okay. What would you say was the most challenging part um, of that that travel, that trip in, in Europe for you?
1: The most challenging part was um, I thought um, I would say that the, uh, was the concern about uh, about being understood. Uh, mm. I was really afraid, afraid about the situation. I knew that that it would be a, a big challenge. Um, mm-hmm. But if I could communicate well with people uh, from England or the Netherlands. I knew that I was I would be safe. I would say, mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: so that was a, a big challenge, and also uh, go to the airport, for example, uh, ch- check in, check out your passport to the official, and you have to talk. They ask you questions: Where are you going? Why? So you have to be, you must be clear about your uh, your answers in that moment, mm-hmm. and. For me, it was all a challenge,
0: but I think that I did it. Nice, very good. And so, in the I've never been to the Netherlands before. Mm-hmm. I know they speak Dutch, but do they also speak English everywhere?
1: Yes, they ah. they they speak uh, English as a second language.
0: Okay, so they have two yes. official languages: Dutch and English. Ah, I see. Okay, very nice. Um, so right now, uh, you said you are um, preparing for an exam, right? Yes. So, what language learning strategies do you like to use? How do you like to study or practice?
1: Okay, um, I have maybe three, four, or five strategies, different strategies. First one for me is the most important: is to find a teacher um maybe a private school of languages or a one-to-one teacher, a private teacher.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: for me, it's really important because you can be corrected on your mistakes. Um, you have a, another approach to the language. Um, another one would be, another strategy would be to use books. Uh, if you write like to read about, I don't know, uh, science fiction or novel, something like that, if you like to read, you can start with that. Every day, maybe mm-hmm. one page, two pages, you choose. Right. Uh, but you are internalizing your the words, and you are getting friendly with the language. Uh, mm-hmm. Another thing for me that is really important, for example, uh, if I'm doing something and I'm cooking, I like to turn any English radio station from USA or England, and I just Mm -hmm. hear. And it makes me feel uh, more comfortable when I have to hear something. Uh, uh, So, another thing would be another good strategy, or another good way would be, for example, in this case, to If you like to to watch movies or a CD on Netflix, for example, you can use the subtitles in English. In this case, or you can uh, get off the the or turn off the subtitles, and Mm. maybe you can hear. You can hear. um, Sorry, and you can say that's what I heard. Uh, You think. You turn on the subtitles, you
0: check, and you go ahead. Ah, yeah, okay, that's really cool. So, so you mentioned two ways. One way is watching it without, so listening in English, watching it in English with no subtitles, yes. and then going back and turning the subtitles on and off to check if you understood. That's really cool, and it's it's really practice. It takes longer, but I think by the end, you have a better understanding of what you heard. Uh, and but the first way that you said was watching it with English subtitles. Yes. But are you also listening in English? Yes. Okay, so watching it in English with English subtitles.
1: Yes. In that way, yeah, you can I like find that it. technique. Yes, you can find new words, and actually. Uh, Maybe last year on YouTube, yeah, you could uh, use a kind of application uh, app that allows you to to put the subtitles to any movie or any song or something that that doesn't have it. So mm. you can use that app and. You can uh, write the subtitles. Now that app is not working anymore, but I That's tried. It Was really wonderful for me. I tried and uh, it was okay. I then I sent the sent sorry the video to to my teacher and she told me that it was okay. The subtitles that I wrote was okay. So it, it gives you a lot of uh I don't know how to say a lot of experience which I would say uh
0: in the way that you write and that you hear. So you listened in English and you wrote the subtitles in English? Yes. Yes, exactly. Wow. That is very I've never tried that before. I like that um that strategy because it's like it's like dictation. In yes. I've I have done dictation before, of course, and I taught ESL and so I did that with my students where I speak, they write, or they speak and their partner writes. Um, but I had never I had never attempted to um, write uh, from a video. I had never attempted to do like subtitles or translations or anything like that so i think i might try that actually thank you for sharing a new technique with me um dictation with uh videos online or or movies on shows on netflix and things like that that's really cool thank you um so number one would be find a teacher yes you said yes so do you you think that like learning in a class is better for you than sort of like a uh, language app or something like that
1: self learning yes uh, i think that it would be or it is critical to find a teacher and um, you have the support of your teacher your corrections you you get corrected um you find you can find more vocabulary and you have a, a real feedback from a real person yeah That is talking to you. That's true. uh, And I have, I don't have any problem with the apps. Are absolutely great. I I, I use uh, one of the BBC that is amazing. Gives you a lot of of vocabulary and a lot of grammar. But you know, you you can't uh, replace the feedback of a real person. So for me, find a teacher uh, is 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 critical. Mm-hmm.
0: And so can you tell us a little bit more about your language learning goals? What are you working towards? Is it just the exam? And if it is, please tell us more about the exam. Um, but if you have other goals as well, please let us know.
1: Okay. Now, uh, well, as I said, I'm starting to take the advanced uh, the C1, I think that is the level uh, this year or maybe next year. I would like to, to take this exam because it's a personal goal, and maybe uh, uh, in the future uh, I could work with with that uh, degree, so I can find a, a job if if I want it. And mm-hmm. after that, uh, I would like to uh, to keep. Um, Learning the language or try to to upgrade the level. Maybe mm-hmm. uh, I would like to be an English translator. I would like to become an English
0: translator. Oh, cool!
1: So I'm now I'm looking for information about universities or things that that I can maybe uh, start studying in, in a few years or next year. Uh, well. Talking about the advanced exam is, uh, for me, I find it really, it's difficult, but not impossible. And you have mm-hmm. the same, always the same structure. You have the writing, the reading, the speaking, and uh, the listening. The listening mm-hmm. is, is a little bit complicated, but if you focus on that and you set your heart in, in what you're doing here, I think that, that nothing is impossible.
0: Very nice. I hope that you do. I, I wish you the best with your exam. I'm sure you'll do very well. I, um, do you have goals to learn any other languages or are you focusing only on English right now?
1: Right now, uh, I focus on English, only in English, but maybe in the future, maybe in a couple of years. After the advanced exam, or maybe the translator and mm. I would like to learn French. Maybe I, I like the sound. Uh, yes. I I know that it, that is it that it is really difficult, that is hard, but I would like to try it. And Portuguese, mm. it could be great right too. I
0: think. I think you can. I think you could pick up French and Portuguese because, so English is my first language, Spanish is the first foreign language I learned in school, then I learned French many years later, and now I'm studying Portuguese uh, by myself. I'm just doing some, you know, self study and things like that, apps and things. I think Spanish, French, and Portuguese are very similar to each other because for example, you have masculine and feminine nouns and a lot of the, the vocabulary is similar, not the same, but similar. Uh, and so I think I think when you are ready to start uh, studying French and Portuguese, I think that you might find that they are easier than English to, to learn, I think. But please let me know <laughs> when you start. <laughs> let me know uh, what it's like for you because I think it would be very interesting to know. I enjoy. Um, okay, yeah, very good. One last question for you, yes. uh, well, official question. Uh, can you please? It's a request. Teach us, please teach us a phrase or idiom from your country. Well, uh, for
1: example, there is a phrase that we use a lot.
0: Thank you for teaching us something new today. I really appreciate you. Uh, and thank you for being here and sharing your time with us. Um, do you have any social media or anything that you would like people to uh, follow you on?
1: I use Instagram. Uh, my Instagram is Nawel Gale. Uh, how it's exactly how it sounds. Nawel, And uh, My uh, Family name or last name would be Dale G-A-L-E.
0: Okay. And I will put the link to that in the show notes as well so that people can just tap on it and find you more easily. Okay, Um. Thanks. Yeah, thank you again for being with us today. I hope that you had a good time here. I had a great time talking with you and learning a little bit more about you.
1: Okay, it was a pleasure and I hope I, I, I've been useful for you.
0: Absolutely. This is wonderful. All right. Thank you. Take care.
1: Thanks. Bye-bye.
0: Thanks for joining Nawel and I in our chat, folks. I hope you enjoyed it. If you did, please share this episode with a friend and head to the show notes for other ways to support the podcast. I'll catch you in the next episode, and in the meantime, remember that you matter and so do Black lives. Happy learning!